if we can't feel our emotions, if we can't name our emotions, um, they're not going anywhere. There's, they're, they're still, they're still going to be there. And in The Alchemist, one of the quotes from The Alchemist, which is my favorite book, if you have not read it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, but one of the, one of my, one of my favorite quotes from the book, wow, I totally was tongue tied on that one. He says, you'll never be able to escape from your heart. So it's better to listen to what it has to say. And it's so true. Hello and welcome to Soul Healing. I'm your host, Rochelle. In this podcast, we explore all the ways to heal your soul on a deep level. With my background in holistic health and passion for human design, creative expression, and food, we dive into ways that can heal your soul and help you find your purpose and passion in life. I've experienced deep emotional pain and continue to grow and heal daily. So this podcast is here for me to share my experiences and growth in the hopes of helping you connect back with yourself and find your soul's purpose. Thank you for listening. Now, let's speak to you. Hey everyone, I hope this finds you well. I know it is stressful and trying times for so many of us. Um, I know, I mean it is for me and I know it is for a lot of people that I know going through different situations, trying to get um, unemployment, not getting through, being on the phone forever, um, all those kind of things and just like not knowing when it's going to end or what's going to happen. So I know it can be really frustrating. On the plus side, hopefully some of you have gotten your stimulus checks, which is definitely um, helpful in these times. Um, This podcast, I kind of just wanted to focus a little bit about just like finding the peace at this this time. Um, I've been personally, have been feeling pretty peaceful. I've been meditating a lot, which has felt very calming and grounding and peaceful. I've had moments, obviously, where... I felt a lot of frustration. I wasn't even sure if I was going to record this today because I have been feeling really frustrated. And it's Thursday, so I know this is coming out tomorrow. Um, But through all of this too, I felt really creative as well. And I think that um, I believe creativity comes from your heart, but also comes from your emotions. And um, just going through a lot of what we're going through, we are extremely emotional. So I think during coming out of this time, there's going to be a lot of creativity, a lot of music, art, movies, all sorts of stuff that is in the works as we speak. Um, I know, like I said, I've been feeling super creative, getting a vision, getting a mood board going, just really nailing down my brand and all that stuff. So that's been really exciting. Um, Kind of just getting all of that that set up. And for me, a lot of this, I know I've told my story before, in case you haven't gone back to listen, or you haven't listened, or you don't want to, or whatever, uh, that's fine. Just a really quick rundown of my story. I spent a lot, a lot of my life looking for validation from others. I've been in a couple abusive or toxic relationships that just kind of steal your sense of self. You become dependent on making somebody else happy to not upset them, to not get harsh words thrown at you, to not feel a certain way. But unfortunately, it never really works. So we find ourselves scrambling to try and please somebody when maybe it pleases them in the moment, but there's always going to be something wrong. And I know for me, a lot of it was just not being able to show up as myself, it was just kind of felt like it was exhausting for one. 
you know, when you say yes to something you want to say no to, it's exhausting. It takes up so much of your energy. So living in a, in a, you know, for years in a situation where I couldn't truly feel like I could be myself was just so draining in so many ways. And like I said, I've just spent so long trying to please others. I was a huge people pleaser, but it just made me lose myself. And so through all that, I have really done a lot, a lot of hard work to get me where I am today, to a place of like actually loving myself, truly, completely and deeply loving myself. Yes, of course, I still have insecurities. I still have moments where I feel very not confident, um, where I don't want to be courageous or vulnerable or any of those things. And sometimes the comfort and the fear went out, um, but more and more every day they don't, where you know they say it's always the right time to do the right thing. So just there's a lot that has gone in to getting me to this phase. Um, And a huge part of that for me is human design. Human design is not a belief system. And I just want to clarify that for anybody who's kind of like, you know, maybe on the fence about about it or just not sure what it is and thinks it's, you know, it is, but it's not, it's not a belief system. It's modality. It's a tool. It's a roadmap of like who you are. And it's really helpful in accepting yourself. And and if you're in relationships or family, it's, it's helpful and to help you accept them because it is just truly who you are. Um, so that was like a huge part of me accepting myself because I was so lost for so long. I didn't even know who I was anymore. That was one of the hardest questions for anybody to be like, excuse me, for anybody to ask me to who I was or things that I liked or anything that was like really personal without having somebody else try and tell me what I felt about certain things. So that was like one of the first things that I really worked on is I really got curious and I wrote down like, who am I? I just wrote that question down and then I began to answer it. And then, like I said, human design came along and I was able to see on paper, like, this is who I am. This is why I felt this way. This is why I feel insecure in these areas. This is why I've struggled with these areas. This is why I felt pressure here. And, and, and so it's really helpful to look, to look at and understand areas where you struggle. And that's why I'm incorporating human design in my health coaching business, which is heavily on self-love. I've developed that. um, I think one of the first things that to do in your healing journey is find that sense of self-love because if you can't accept yourself, if you can't love yourself, you're never going to attract the people that will, the people that respect you and appreciate you for that, for who you are, for who you truly are. And it's a process. It is a long journey. It's just like working out. So many times, you know, we go to the gym for a week, we, you know, wear our body out, and then we expect to see huge results, and we don't, and so we stop. It's really about the slow, small steps, consistent steps. I know for me, I've worked out now for almost three years, and it's just, it's these little things where you hit these milestones, and you don't even see it coming, and then you realize it, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like look at my arms all of a sudden randomly one day you realize it and you're like oh my god you know like the last year has paid off so it's the same thing when it comes to yourself with the self-love and loving yourself and accepting yourself and embracing yourself that's where I believe you truly need to start and in order to start there in my journey was fitness when I began to work out I began to get more confidence I began to be more optimistic which which enabled me to leave my situation 
because I started to see my worth again. And so when that happened, then I was really able to launch myself into fully immerse myself into my healing because I wasn't able to do that while I was still in the situation. And so getting out of it and it's been almost three years, two and a half years that it's just been a lot of deep. I've cried so many times. I've felt stuck so many times. I felt lost so many times. And we sometimes think that when it gets hard, it's not working but it's when it gets hard that it is working because you're being shown another part of yourself that that you might need to see and, and feel and work on. And so this is where the base of my coaching, my self-love coaching is, is rooted in, is, is helping you get to this place through fitness, through food, through meditations, through mindfulness, through sleep. Um, all of these elements will come together and help you see yourself, find your worth, and and really just kind of grow in that way. Because we are built for relationships, right? This is this is just like a human basic basic human need for us. So we want love. And when you can't give yourself the right love, how can you expect to A, give it to somebody else and then B, somebody else give it to you in the way that you want it if you can't give it to yourself. So it's a huge, huge starting point is really just acceptance and awareness because a lot of this is rooted in awareness um awareness of yourself awareness of your thoughts reflection um all these things because i know for me self-awareness was huge and now when i get triggered or when i'm not sure um and i feel all these things it's it's really helpful to be able to be self-aware and understand like okay i'm feeling really angry right now and, and on top of it, being able to understand what you're feeling, because <laughs> for me, for years, I, I, I am an emotional being and I suppressed that for so long. I would not allow myself to feel, I wouldn't allow myself to get emotional. I just, I, to me, because that was what it was perceived or people projected that on me, that it was a weakness because that's what they were made to feel. Um, I just thought like feeling and crying, which is weak if you did. But I was miserable. I was miserable not allowing it out. And so by allowing it out and by allowing myself to feel these things, and, and when I first began to feel that, people would ask me, you know, um, what's wrong or what are you feeling? And, and at first I would just be like, I'm fine. Nothing, nothing. I'm fine. A, because I'm an emotional being and sometimes I just feel. I don't know what it is. I just feel a certain way. I get hit a certain low or I hit a certain high and I can't put it in, into words. But then also like just pinpointing what is that emotion? And sometimes it takes removing myself from the situation and thinking about it and really digging in to like what that is and, and why I'm feeling it. But naming that emotion is really helpful. I do that with my son. We, when he starts to get angry, we've named him the Hulk. <laughs> um, so I'll just be like, up, oh, is the Hulk coming out? Am I, am I talking to Christian or am I talking to the Hulk? And it just, I think uh, for a child allowing him to see that, yeah, he is getting angry. And, and that's, okay and having a name to it just makes it um easier for him to deal with and and we have a face chart on on our refrigerator and last weekend I was trying to clean the house and of course with the kids at home they're just fighting the whole time and yelling and making a mess behind me and I was so frustrated so my daughter she's like mom why are you so mad and then my son ran to the kitchen he got the little face the face chart and he was like mommy which one are you feeling (laughs) So we're definitely a household that is 
definitely becoming more and more aware of our feelings and knowing and just being okay that we are an emotional household. My poor son is the only one who is not emotionally defined. So he's in human design. He's emotionally open. So he's just taking in and intensifying my daughter and my (laughs) defined emotional centers. But he, it's just, I think it's really important. We're just, so many of us are taught like growing up, it's not okay to feel, it's not okay, you know, be a man or, or any of these things. And it, it, if we can't feel our emotions, if we can't name our emotions, um, they're not going anywhere. There's, they're, they're still, they're still going to be there. And in the alchemist, one of the quotes from the alchemist, which is my favorite book, if you have not read it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, but one of the, one of my, one of my favorite quotes from the book, wow, I totally was tongue tied on that one. He says, you'll never be able to escape from your heart. So it's better to listen to what it has to say. And it's so true. You will never be able to escape from your heart. Your heart, everything comes from your heart. Your creativity, your love, your passion, your drive, your, I mean, your connection with the source, alignment, all this has to go through your heart, which is why it's at the center of your your body. So all these things, it's really, really important to like, to start the self-love um, which will trickle out into everything. And once you start feeling that and you, it, the, you will gain a sense of freedom that you never experienced before. At least I know I did just in like knowing this is who I am and this is okay. I am made exactly the way that I am. I was put here to be this way. Like there is a reason that I am, I am the way that I am and nobody else is like that. So it's just really helpful to know that. I have also started to have a superfood smoothie, which has just made me feel like amazing. And I've had this like, um, I guess it I guess it would be a cyst. I've had the cyst on my back for well over a year. It's just like, it's a really small. Um, and I've been drinking the smoothie for like a week and it's gone. And the only thing, literally the only thing I've changed is adding this into my day. But it's like all these incredible super <clears throat> superfoods, so full of nutrients, so, so good for you. If you go over to um, Instagram or Facebook, and I will have it on the website shortly, but it's all on there. Um, you don't have to put all the ingredients in there. You can put whatever you have. Some of them are like chaga, reishi. So I have two different kinds of medicinal medicinal mushrooms in there. Um, and there's maca, which is an aphrodisiac, which is never hurtful, <laughs> which is, can be helpful. Um, it's got cacao nibs. It's got matcha. Um, it's got, oh my gosh, you could put turmeric in there if you have turmeric. It's got chia seeds. You could put flax seeds in there. I have my super greens in there. I mean literally anything. And then I just put some blueberries. Um, berries are low on the glycemic index, so they're really good fruits to have. So I've got those in there and then just add a little bit of water. I've got, I put, I put coconut milk powder in there as well, which is really good. Um, so I just throw that all in there and I've been starting my day that way. And it's, it's been, it's been so good. So, um, if you head over to my Instagram or my Facebook, it is on there. Um, because, you know, especially during this time, I know we're all aware of our health. We're all aware of, you know, how we're feeling right now. If we're feeling any of these symptoms or if we're feeling healthy, if we're feeling sick. So it's so, so, so important to take care of your health right now. Adding in any of these little things you can, um, if you don't have all these ingredients, that's fine. You know, make yourself a smoothie with what you have, or if you have some supplements or, 
if anything, I would recommend getting the Super Greens. You can get them on Amazon. I think I have, have them in the show notes from a couple episodes ago. That'll just help you and move your body. Doesn't matter. You do not have to do intense workouts. We're all sitting so much more than we're used to. So whether it's yoga, Pilates, walking, dancing, running, uh, if you have weights at home and you, that's your thing, do that. Um, walking meditation. I mean, like just move your body. It is so, so important. Um, especially at this time. It's, it's just, it's powerful. It's important. So do it. Um, and then, yeah, just being aware of your food and these elements, these things, uh, are really going to help your mood at this time. They'll help your creativity at this time. You'll be more optimistic. You'll feel better. You'll be more present for those that you have to take care of if you have kids and, you know, mind the drinking. I know it's easy to overdrink at this time. And trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I've like, I've definitely, um, I have way cut back and I'm replacing it with meditation, which has helped me feel so much more grounded and present and at peace. And I know that's what's, um, inspiring a lot of my creativity right now is just feeling that, that love and that, and that presence. I've been reading a lot. Um, oh my gosh. What books have I been reading? I am reading um, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is really good. It talks about the quantum... I've been... The quantum field has been coming into my field a lot. It's definitely something that obviously is... Wants my awareness and my attention. Um, I am also reading um, a book called... I think it's called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. And that's big on the quantum field. And basically the idea is that once you... The quantum field, the Akashic records, whatever you want to call it, is infinite possibilities. Everything is happening. The past, the present, the future, it's all happening now. So when you enter this this quantum field, you are just an awareness. You are not anyone. You are not associated with who you are, your name, your belongings, your things. You are just like this awareness. And so anything that you want, anything that you desire, you already have. It's already there for you in the quantum field. You just have to speak it. You just have to have the intention. You just have to get clear and know what you want. And when your energy is right and your feelings are right and your thoughts are right, you will naturally attract what is already yours to you. And so a lot of my meditation has been based on this. Um, a lot of my affirmations, a lot of my day has kind of just been around this idea and this, uh, um, you know, when it comes to my business, I'm just, I speak as it is mine. Anything that I desire is already mine. So I'm not saying, oh, I wish I had this or I can't wait to have this. No, I have it. I have it now. I'm manifesting it. I have it. And so it's, those are two really, really good books. If you're looking for something to read, um, I really recommend those. I'll put them in the show notes as well. Um, I have also recorded my first two meditations ever. So if you um, review this podcast, take a screenshot and email it to me at Rochelle at soulhealingcoaching.com. It's in the show notes and I will email you a the f meditations for free just for um, reviewing this podcast. The more reviews I have, the more people will be able to listen to it um, and the more uh, value others can get as well. Um, and always, if you have any feedback or any recommendations for what you want to hear on the podcast, you can email me I said I wasn't even going to record one, but I just wanted to pop in and I am thinking about everybody at this time and just 
yourself some self-love. Give yourself some self-compassion. Move your body. Eat right. Do all the things that you can to feel good. Um, keep yourself optimistic, positive. Because, you know, everything happens for a reason, and we might not understand what that reason is right now. Uh, a lot of us are going through some hard times, but there is beauty on the other side. There is light.